It's an effective way to keep our distance from someone else's pain. It's an effective way to keep living under the illusion that we are in control of our own lives. And that as long as we follow all the rules and be good people, nothing that bad will happen to us. Well, in the past few weeks, we have heard three stories of Jesus encountering different people. Two weeks ago, Jesus met Nicodemus, a powerful religious leader who came to Jesus at night. He was a seeker, but secretly. He was married to religious law, devoted to it. And yet he felt there was something deeper, something missing in his faith and in his life. And Nicodemus followed some tug on his heart that took him to Jesus who said, Nicodemus, you've missed the whole point of all the religious laws you love so much. You must be born again. That was two weeks ago. Then last week we read the story of the Samaritan woman who Jesus met at the well. Jesus asks her, will you give me a drink? And in doing so, he crosses religious and gender barriers. He, the one with privilege and power in the situation, puts himself in a posture of need. And in this exchange, marked by mutuality, Jesus tells the woman, there is already an endless well of clear, cool water in her. A spiritual depth inherent in all people by nature of their humanity that can always be accessed. And this encounter wakes this woman up to what she already knows is true, that salvation and healing is available now when we come with hearts open and are truly seen. Today, Jesus encounters a man born with blindness, a man who lives in poverty, a person whose community has failed him, a man with little to no power, and yet, who in the end of the story is the one speaking with authority, the one making powerful testimony that the whole community hears and honors. The one who knows things about God that even the religious leaders do not know. Which tells us something important about suffering. Rather than being a punishment for sin, suffering is a window to the divine. Closeness to suffering gives us a knowledge of truth, a knowledge of God, an intimacy with God that cannot be discovered any other way, certainly not through following religious laws. The man born with blindness, we might look on him with pity. We might look on him and wonder, what happened? Why is this man's life falling apart like this? What can I do to make it better? What Jesus knows is that suffering, closeness to suffering, brings us closer to God. This is not to say that we ought to seek out suffering in our lives, or that God desires us to suffer. I need you to hear me when I say that. 
in this story. Reading this story, I can't help but think of the story of creation in Genesis. When God reaches into the dirt of creation and forms Adam, the first human, right? Well, did you know that the Hebrew word for Adam is Adam? And it, it comes from the word for earth, which is Adamah. So Adam just means earth creature. God creates a creature out of earth and breathes life into its nostrils. And there is Adam, the first human. And now, all these years later, Jesus reconnects us with that story of creation. That story that says we are of the earth. We are intimately interconnected. And it is intimate. Is there anything more intimate than saliva? Sorry. Gross. You know? But that is what our, our the one we follow, that is the, that is the medium that he chose for healing. Something of his own body. Something of the earth and waters. Healing comes when we are grounded in the truth that we are interconnected to all living things, to this whole cosmic creation. And the man born with blindness, this story is a mirror for us, for us who live and worship in Pacific Beach, who walk the streets of this neighborhood and see people who do not have a place to live. We encounter the man born with blindness every day. And the question is, will we be able to see that the person who is closest to suffering has knowledge about God that I do not have? And that I need relationship with that person. It is not, a, it's an uncomfortable story, you know? Do you feel uncomfortable walking around sometimes in Pacific Beach? Last night, your best three met, and today we're going to have our yearly retreat. Last night, we walked to dinner up on Garnet. We walked past probably five people who, for one reason or another, are sitting on the sidewalk, maybe with a sign that says, we'll work for food. We are a we encounter this all the time. This story is a mirror for us. We are the disciples, and the questions that we ask matter. The disciples ask, whose fault is it that this person's suffering? Whose fault is it? What better questions could they have asked? Who's responsible for this? We are. There is a shift that happens here in this story that is radical. And Jesus is always shifting things and turning things over, turning things on their head. The person whose society has decided has no voice, a person, a disabled body person, in the end is the one who has knowledge of God and of life. 
that everyone else needs and does not know yet. There's, a, there's so much to be said here about a theology of disability and that all of our bodies are constantly failing in different ways. There is, there's, a, there's so much in this story that should call us to justice, to do advocacy for people who are differently abled, disabled bodies in our society, and to change our relationship with what we think of when we think of disabled bodies. The man born with blindness gives us so much to think about. And I didn't write out an ending to my sermon. <laughs> but I come back to the saliva and the mud and how it's gross. And how I think healing and bodies are really gross. You know? Bodies are, we try to be all polite and not you know, have, like have bodily <laughs> noises around each other, but we all are just bodies, you know? And that is the window into our relationship with God, is our bodies. So, may we all find um, moments of connection with the earth, moments of connecting our own bodies with the earth, and find healing in that. And may we be um, open-hearted enough when we encounter the man born with blindness on the street that we let it change us.